Okay, okay. I'm sorry about that. Listen, if you can, if you can, <laughs> let's see if we can get uh, get our people back in the room. Facebook is funny like that, and uh, it will it will stop on you in a minute. Uh, so let's see if we can get people back in the room. Uh, let's see if you can help me uh, get people back in the room. Let's see. Uh, hopefully, uh, help me get people back in the room. I apologize for that. Facebook can be kind of persnickety about some things, and apparently. That was one of those things. So help me get get people back in the room. Let them know that we're back on. Amen. I do apologize for that. Should have checked to make sure that was uh, going to be okay uh, by Facebook's rules. Uh, apparently, they didn't like that very much. So uh, you know, hey, it, it is what it is. You can you can play some things, and Facebook will will not flag it. You can play some other things, and Facebook goes crazy. And and then of course. Uh, they act like they don't understand that there's a presidential election that they need to butt out of anyway. But I won't get into all of that right now. Um, <laughs> amen. It's yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Facebook is something else when it comes to uh, uh, music. Sometimes it'll it'll let it go with no problem. Other times it'll flag it and act like the world is coming to an end. Uh, and and yet uh, it it somehow does not see. Uh, the need to make sure that we have a free uh, election uh, that is not interfered by foreign governments. But I'm gonna leave that alone. I'm gonna leave that alone. Let me let me let me not go there because uh, they might kick us off again. So let me uh, let me hold off on Facebook for a minute. Amen. Amen. So listen, let, let's go ahead and get started. If you will, go ahead and and let your neighbors know that we're back on. We're back on and. Uh, I won't play any more music because apparently Facebook doesn't like old school gospel. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I. I can't explain it. I can't explain it. Uh, but uh, it, it's a it's a Zuckerberg kind of thing. So we will leave it at that. All right. Let's get back into the study for tonight. Before we got kicked off, uh, we were listening to we were listening to Albertina Walker talk about uh, Lord keep my body strong. And then she said and keep my hands. I don't know if y'all caught that. She said, keep my hands, keep keep everything so that I will do no wrong or do no harm. I love that part because uh, we're talking tonight, uh, continuing with the anatomy of the believer. We're talking about the hands and the feet of a Christian, the hands and the feet of a Christian. You all remember that song uh, we used to sing a long time ago, uh, said, let others see Jesus in you. Let others see Jesus in you. Keep telling the story. Be faithful and true. Let others see Jesus in you. There's something about the Christian's life that people ought to be able to look at and see that Christ dwells within us. Now, whether it's in our language, when we talked about the tongue last week, uh, two weeks ago, really, two, last week and week before, uh, the, the believer's tongue, our language ought to be peppered with the, the love of Christ seasoned with the love of God, that when people hear us speak, uh, that their lives are edified, that they are taken to a space and a place where they themselves are better simply because we spoke. We spoke life to them. We spoke the word of hope and grace to them, right? And so there's something about our language that ought to ought to be godly, something about our language that ought to be righteous. But then as we continue uh, to talk about uh, the parts of the believer's life. We want to look at the hands and the feet. And when we talk about the hands, what I want to start out by saying is that Christian hands, 
need to be of Christ. Christian hands need to be of Christ. There's a saying uh, that, that we often hear in, in Christian circles and churches. Uh, we, we say we, we want to be the hands and the feet of Christ, right? That as churches, as a, as a body of baptized believers, that in this world, our actions ought to represent what Christ would do. The hands, the things that we put our hands to ought to be the things that Christ would be doing. Where, we, where our feet go, the places where our feet take our bodies ought to be the places where Jesus himself would go, right? And if we're somewhere and we look around, and we got to ask ourselves, would Jesus be here? That's a good indication that he probably would. We want to be the hands and the feet of Christ. And so our hands, when we talk about our hands tonight, we're going to try to get to hands and feet. I may not have all the time that, that I thought we would, uh, but we're going to talk about the hands tonight, the hands uh, of, of the believer. First thing we want to see is that uh, when we talk about the believer's hands, the scriptures tell us that our hands, first of all, need to be clean. Now, now, now I know, I know in the last seven months, you've heard a lot about washing your hands, right? You've heard a lot about uh, 20 seconds at least in good soapy hot water and, and washing them in such a way that, that, that we are not uh, continuing in the transmission of, of, of the virus. Uh, but beyond, beyond what we see uh, in, in the physical sense of hand washing, uh, there is the Bible's precepts and teachings about the need for us to be clean. The psalmist says in Psalm 24, verses three and four, who may ascend into the heel of the Lord? He who has what? Clean hands and a pure heart. He who has clean hands and a pure heart. Who may ascend into the heel? And so, so the psalmist asked the question, who has, who has the right to come into the presence of the Lord? And the answer is given, the only way, first of all, if you're going to get in the presence of God, you first of all must have clean hands. You first of all must have clean hands and a pure heart. Now, we're going to get into this idea of clean hands later uh, this week. Well, on Sunday, actually, we'll begin as we begin the series, Let's Go to Church. We will start talking about this, the, the process of cleansing. Uh, and being cleansed by the by the power of, of Jesus Christ, uh, we're going to talk about water and 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 why it was used as as a a symbol of of purification in the Old Testament, and how the priests uh, in the tabernacle and in, later in the temple uh, would would have to stop by the the laver or the basin of water and wash before they went into the temple to to do their priestly duties. The, the washing on that water was symbolic of the fact that you can't come to God any old kind of way. Listen, you, you, that, that we need to take time and assess and evaluate the spiritual condition of our lives and our heart. That, that's the, and so who may ascend into the holy hill of, of the Lord? He who has taken some time to be clean. Lord, wash me. When's the last time you asked the Lord to wash you again? Right? I know, I know you've already been saved, uh, sanctified, washed by the blood 
filled with the Holy Spirit. I know that. But but each and every day, just like Paul tells us to crucify the flesh daily, daily we need to ask the Lord, Lord, wash me again. Because guess what? Today I had some wrong thoughts, right? Wash me again. Why? Because today I said something I shouldn't have said. Wash me again. Why? Because today my heart went somewhere it had no business going. And, and Lord, I need to be washed again. Amen. And so there is the need, there is a need for hands, the hands of the Christian to be washed, to be washed. Amen. To be washed. And when they are washed, as the Old Testament scripture teaches, we get this New Testament uh, uh, language of Paul talk, talking about holy hands, lifting up holy hands. First Timothy 2 and 8. I will therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting, lifting up holy hands. The hands of the believer should be holy. The hands of the believer should be holy. Now, do me a favor. Do me a favor, because it looks like some people are still trying to figure out what went on with the drop broadcast a little while ago. The fact that we dropped off. So do me a favor. Go ahead and share this, because it looks like some people are wondering what happened and they're trying to figure out how to get back on. Let them know that we're back on um, and 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 help them get back on if you can. Amen. I'm getting some texts that people are wondering, where, where are you? We're on. We are on. We're on Facebook. Go to our Facebook page. Go to our YouTube page. Go to the K-Chapel app. We are on. Let people know uh, because they're looking for us. They're looking for us. So be good digital disciples right now. Amen. Share the page with your neighbors. Share the page. Let them know that we are on because your, your friends your neighbors are trying to get back on desperately. So if you share it because you share it, they will see you and they'll be able to get, get right back on. And see, just like that, the numbers are going right up. I'm looking at the numbers. They're going up right now. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing, because they're trying to get back in. God bless you. Thank you so much for doing that. Okay. And so the lifting up of holy hands. Wow, that's amazing. Just just in that length of time, we 25 more viewers, right? So yeah, thank you for sharing that. Um, I will everywhere that men pray everywhere, lifting up what holy hands. Now, I know somebody is thinking right now, Reverend, I, I don't know about calling my hands holy, right? Because um, I, I don't know. You know, I, I, I know where my hands are being. I know what my hands have gotten into. Can I really call them holy? Here's the good news about this. That our holiness is not tied up specifically to our behavior. Now, wait, wait before you listen to what I'm saying. The holiness, we are the, the Bible teaches us that we are the righteousness of God. And our righteousness is not because of our good acts or our good deeds. Remember, the Bible says we are as filthy rags, right? Our righteousness is as filthy rags before the Lord, right? And so it's not that we ourselves do so much that causes us to cross over into the realm of being holy, not by our own actions, right? It is Christ and his righteousness imputed unto us that makes us holy. That it's it's his, it's him living inside of us that makes us holy. And because he lives inside of us, we then demonstrate 
and exude the holiness inside of us through the behavior that then says, Christ lives in me. I wish I would come on and go with me here. Listen, I, I'm, I'm holy because of the holy God who lives inside of me. And then I then do or behave or live a holy life because I have a holy God inside of me. Ah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And so, and so I can lift up holy hands. Oh, good God. I can lift up holy hands even when I messed up today. See, that blessed somebody right there. I can lift up holy hands even when I missed the mark, even when I didn't do everything like I should have. Why? Because the holiness that I have is not in my deeds. It's in the God that I serve. His righteousness is imputed unto me. That, that's good news, y'all. Now, because his righteousness is given unto me, I therefore live a holy life. And when and when I miss the mark, I ought to be my conscience ought to be convicted, right? My mind ought to be uh, ought to be ought to be persuaded that that no, you didn't do right here, Rick. You gotta you gotta you gotta repent here. You gotta turn this around. You gotta do this over again, right? And live hope and lift up holy hands. That that blesses me, y'all. Because what that means is that when I when I come to to the place of worship, that even oh good God, even when I've had a terrible week, that I can lift up these hands, having asked God to wash me again, wash me again, that the Lord watch this, He doesn't see my hands except through the blood of Christ. When He looks at me, He looks at the blood covering me that therefore makes me holy, makes these hands holy. Now, listen, that's, that's better than y'all responding. That, that's, that's better than y'all responding. Listen, oh, okay. And so, and so here we go. So lifting up holy hands. All right, number two, number two, the, uh, the, the, the hands of the believer, the hands of the believer. The hands of the believer need to be busy, but we don't need to be busy bodies. Come on and talk to me if you can. We need to be busy, but we don't need to be busy bodies. Let me, all right, all right. We need to be busy, but we don't need to be busy bodies. Somebody ought to tweet that right there. Somebody ought to put that in the comments. Don't be a busy body. Don't be a busy body. Do you know any busy bodies? All right, we'll get to that. But here it is in the scripture. Here it is in the scripture, y'all. Here, what should the believer's hands be doing? Here it is in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter nine, verse 10. Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. For there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave, whither thou goest. Solomon here says, listen, whatever you find, whatever, I love this, whatever your hands, whatever the skill, the talent, the gift, the ability that God has given to you, right? That you can work with your hands. The Bible says, do it with all of your might. Do it with everything you got. Tell your neighbor, don't have do nothing. Don't, don't stop half doing stuff. Stop half doing jobs. Half doing, half doing the dishes. Amen. Somebody half mowing the yard. Have doing whatever your hands it says findeth to do, 
do it with thy might, right? On, on the job, whatever job you've been given. The Bible teaches us that we ought to, watch this, we ought to do our jobs well with excellence. We, we, ought, to, we ought to do our jobs not with mediocrity, but with, but with excellence. We ought, our, our work ought to be a model for everybody else. When, 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 it comes to, when it comes to observing our work schedule and our work calendar and, and our work productivity, that, that when they look, when the world looks at Christians' work, oh God, they ought not be able to say that we are lazy and mediocre and slack, sluggers and slackers. They ought to be able to say of us, that whatever we do, we do it well. When you go to see, I'm I'm getting see, you didn't expect me to go here. You didn't think this lesson was going to get here, but here it is. You ought to be a model employee. Wherever you're working, folk ought not have to look to make sure you're there on time. Help me, somebody. Your, 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 your boss ought not have to look over your shoulder and make sure you're doing your assignments. Amen. Whatever God has given you to do, do it heartily. Do it well with all thy might. Amen. Are y'all talking to me? Amen. Do it well with all of your might. It, it, uh, Paul, Paul picks up on that very language in, in the book of Colossians chapter 3. Verses 23 and 24. And whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to man, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. Paul says, listen, understand, when you go to work, whatever work it is that you're to do, that, that your service, though you work for that company, you ought to work in such a way that you remember that your service is under God. That, that watch this that you report on a high to a higher power that your serve the service that you're rendering while it is good customer service that you want God to be pleased with how you handled the person in your line you want God to be pleased with how you finished that assignment you want God to be pleased with how you uh, how you advance that project. You want God to be pleased with how you work with your team members. You want God to be pleased with how you brought that contract in. You want God to be pleased on how you represented your clients. You want God to be pleased, right? And so it's not just pleasing the boss. It's pleasing the father. Come on, somebody. Yeah, I, I, I want to work in such a way with my hands that when the Lord looks at my work, he says, well done. Well done. How, how good did it, do you remember, you remember when you were a child and whoever it was, if it was your parent, for many, most of us, it was that parent, those parents, uh, but, but sometimes it may have been some other individual, a teacher or someone else. And all you wanted to do was to hear from that person, good job. I'm proud of you. Well done. Good work. How proud did you feel when you got that word of affirmation? 
right? And what Paul says is, when it comes to your work, whatever you're doing with your hands, whatever the skill, whatever the talent, whatever the gift, come on, somebody, that you recognize that what you're doing is in service to God. Here it is. That's why when folk get on your nerves and you're working with teams of people or you're working in ministry, you're working with other individuals, right? And you want to give up that you recognize, guess what? What I'm doing is way beyond you. Where I'm serving is way beyond pleasing you. It's about God being glorified. And I and, and if I got to put up with this, that, and the other, guess what? I'll push through it because I want God to be pleased with my offering of service. God to be pleased with what I have put my hands to. Help me preach tonight. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So here it is about the about the hands, the hands again, the hands. Uh, Ephesians 4 and 28. Let the thief steal no longer. Again, this is about hands. The needs to be busy. The need to be busy. Let the thief steal no longer, but let him labor doing honest work with his own what hands so that he may have something to share with anyone in need. Paul says, listen, all of us ought to, <laughs> if the Lord, if the Lord has given you a mind to think, has given you the ability, walking, moving your limbs, and you have experience, expertise, you have understanding, knowledge, you have the physical ability to work, to put your hands to something, to do something. Paul says, don't be a thief, don't steal, but work. Don't steal, but work. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Oftentimes, here's, here's how we miss what Paul is saying, because oftentimes we, we look at this verse and all we're thinking about is the person who's robbing somebody at gunpoint, the person who's breaking into our house and stealing the person. That, and that's one, that's one, that's one kind of thief. But, but you do know there's some other kind of thieves. Amen, somebody. Yeah, that you know, they're 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 the gun robbing kind of thieves, but they are the paper pushing kind of thieves too. Amen, somebody. Yeah, they're they're thieves, they're thieves that will even watch this, that will talk about people who don't work and steal themselves. Hello. Chad White found some of them in the Mississippi Department of Human Services, right? Who were stealing TANF funds from people who needed the funds. And while they're sitting there talking about, I wish y'all would talk to me, some $90 million have been stolen. Now they didn't break in and rob anybody with a gun, but they stole. Y'all gonna make me go get another cup of coffee in a minute because because I still don't hadn't heard what's going on with that case yet. I, I won't get on that right now, but 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 it's 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 mighty funny that you got small towns with people embezzling two thousand dollars here and five thousand dollars there, 
and 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 they get put in jail, but you got ninety million dollars stolen here. Let me get to my next point because uh, <laughs> y'all don't y'all don't really want to hear me talk like this. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I wish y'all I wish y'all would come on and go with me. I'm just saying though. It, it, there's there's something there's something wrong about about it, it, it doesn't it doesn't stealing let me just say this stealing is stealing whether you take a gun or whether you take a pen stealing is stealing come on somebody yeah and and so what Paul says is Paul says don't steal the let the let the thief steal where where do I have it let the thief steal no longer but rather let him labor work do honest work with your hands amen do honest work listen let, oh good god listen i know there's somebody out there who can identify with me who when you were a teenager or whatever it was that 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 during the summers you may not have been old enough to to get a job uh where taxes would be taken out and all of that but you did some honest work come on and talk to me uh for me it was pushing that lawnmower it, it was getting that lawnmower uh getting those hedges we had an electric one we had the ones that you you know what i'm talking about the shears and 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 when summer came uh, I was pushing that lawnmower all throughout Georgetown, and I and I had yards, man. I had yards uh, that were my yards, and and you know you had a ten dollar yard, you had a fifteen. But oh God, if you got a twenty dollar yard, I'm sorry, am I, am I talking too much? If you got a twenty dollar yard, you had something that was gold, and, and, but that was honest work, honest work. Whatever you, whatever, whatever, and 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 here's what I'm afraid of. Here's here's here is where we are. See, because we've got kids dying in the streets today because we have not done a good job of teaching honest work. And everybody wants to make a fast buck, and people are getting shot every day. We had a shooting here yesterday. Not far from the church. Got killed. Because people are, are we have, we've lost a work ethic. We've lost that idea that, that, that if I work with my hands, I can get paid. Watch this. And I don't have to wonder and worry about who going to come get me because I didn't do somebody wrong by getting it. I can sleep good at night because this was honest work. Somebody say honest work. All right. All right. So the hands, the hands be busy, but not a busy body. Second Thessalonians three and 10 for even when we were with you, here it is. This we commanded you that if any would not work, neither should he eat. Did anybody's granddaddy used to say that? My granddaddy used to say that all the time. You don't work, you don't eat. Amen. See, so listen, let, let me put it like this. So so the early part of my life, uh, uh, summers were spent in the country. 
with my with my grandparents. And 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 in those early part, those early years, work was work was in the fields, uh, chopping uh, grass, uh, planting, uh, uh, do, doing whatever my grandmama and granddaddy said. That that, that 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 those were the summers of my early years. Summers of my teenage years were pushing that lawnmower in the city, right? But but either way, it was ingrained early on. You don't work. Come on, man. And so and so <laughs> in Camden, Mississippi, so you sat down and 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 started eating. Uh, you you will have worked. You you will have done something. Amen. Amen. You don't work, you don't eat. Help me, help me, somebody. It, it, so, somebody needs to learn that th these are biblical principles that I believe if we get this back, some of this foolishness. Phew, here we go. Here we go. Uh, stay in 2 Corinthians chapter 3. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11. For we hear that there are some which walk among you disorderly, working not at all, but are what? Here it is, busybodies. There it is. Busy bodies. See, the Christian needs to be busy, but not a. You see it, type it in. Not a busybody. Be busy, but don't be a busybody. You know any? Don't put no names in the chat. Don't you? Don't you do that? Don't you do that? I'm gonna ask if you know any busybodies, but don't you put that? That see, that's not nice. We talked about the tongue last week, but you know some busybodies. Amen. You know some busybodies. And what the text says is, we hear there's some who walk among you disorderly, walk working not at all. Watch this. They're busy, but they're not busy working. They're just busy being busybodies, minding other people's business, talking about this, that, and the other, going somewhere, doing this, that, and the other, but not working. Now, them that are such, we command and exhort by the Lord Jesus Christ that with quietness they work and eat their own bread. What Paul says is stop being a busybody, get to work, do what is yours to do, and eat from your own labor. If God has given you the gift, the talent, the skill, whatever it is, use it so that, so that he might bless you with what you need. Amen. 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 Tell them don't be a busybody. Don't be a busybody. Stay in, stay at no, no, go back to First Thessalonians. I'm sorry. Go back to First Thessalonians. We're gonna get uh da, 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 da. No, 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 we're running out of time. So let me let me let me go into this third point. Let me go to the third point. Uh again, this is the last point about the uh the hands for tonight. The hands need to be committed. Christian hands need to be committed hands. In other words, in other words, as a Christian, as a Christian, I don't need to be a double-minded, double-talking, dually committed kind of person. Yeah. As a Christian, let me say it this way. Thank you. As a Christian, as a Christian, you don't need to have divided loyalties. That, that's what I wanted to say. 
as a Christian, you don't need to have divided loyalties where you're, you're committed to this and to this and maybe. To, no, as a Christian, I need to be firm and sure and single in my commitments. Help me somebody. All right, Luke, Luke chapter nine. Jesus said unto him, no man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. When it comes to my commitment, good God. Listen, all what the Bible is saying is, believer, Christian, here it is, whatever commitment you've made, hold on to it. Whatever commitment you've made, stick with it. Whatever commitment you've made, particularly your commitment to Christ, right? This is not something that you want to go back on and redo and 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 re no, if if I've given my life to Christ, what Jesus says is keep walking. No matter how hard it gets, no matter what you're faced with in life, keep your hand on the gospel plow, the old church used to say. Keep your hand in the hand of God, right? No man who, it says, who having put his hand to the plow and looking back, right? You 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 got your hand in his, but watch this. You looking back at what you left. That's what Lot's wife did. She was she was supposed to be going forward, getting out of Sodom and Gomorrah, but she couldn't do that because she was looking back. And too many times when God has delivered us from stuff, we can't really enjoy the deliverance because we're looking back at what we left. And we're looking back. And you know people like this. I hope you're not one of them. But we start romanticizing what we left and talking about the good old days. And, and I promise you, uh, it wasn't that good. I know you can look back at it and think about some some good times. I know you had some fun and all of that. But when you think about all that it was really doing and the toll that it was taking and the mess that it was creating and the havoc that it was wreaking in your life, it may have been fun, but it wasn't good. <laughs> Talk to me, somebody. It, it may have been fun, but it wasn't good. And and so and so what this says is when God has delivered you from something, don't go looking back at it, looking back at the good old days. It wasn't they, they wasn't good. They, they, they weren't good. They, they weren't good. Not not for everything that it was causing, and not for not for the place that it was taking you. Here it is. Here it is. Romans six. Romans six and thirteen. Neither yield. Ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness um, unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. Yield your members as instruments of In other words, if you've given your life to God, give it to him and let it remain his. Let your, let your body, your hands, your mind, your heart, your soul, if you have surrendered your all to him, then watch this. Quit trying to take it back. Mm -mm. I surrender all. If I've surrendered it to him, quit trying to take it back from him. 
I give you my hands. I give you my heart. I give you my mind. Lord, I give myself away. If you've given yourself away to him, quit trying to hold on to it. Yield your members as instruments of righteousness. I, here's a scripture. Here's a scripture that you need to see. And we're out of time, so I'm going to stop right here. Here's a scripture you really need to zero in on. And we're going to end on this scripture tonight. It's 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 20 and 21. Listen, listen to this. I, I really need you to get this. Really need you to get this. 2 Peter chapter 20, verses 20 and 21. Listen to this. For if after they have accepted the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord Jesus knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. They are again entangled therein and overcome. The latter end is worse with them than the beginning. For it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after they have known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. All right, let, let, let's, let's unpack that for a second and we're finished for tonight. What Peter says is, listen, let's go back to it. If you have been saved, if God has brought you out of darkness, right, into the marvelous light of Christ, what does that mean? That 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 you have you have been delivered from the from from the the, the sin and sinfulness, from the sin nature, from your ways, your habits, the temptations. All those things that you had, I'm not saying that you don't have him anymore, but that your nature has shifted, has changed, right? Has changed. So you've been delivered from that. What Peter says is, if you go back to that, let's look at it. It says, and again entangled. If 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 you've been if if you uh have been watching some of the social media kind of stuff. That word entangled has been used by some, some popular people lately. Entangled, entanglements. And so what Peter says is if you if you become entangled with stuff that you've been delivered from, he says the latter end of that is worse than the beginning when you were just in it. He says, because watch this, you've been delivered, but you've gone back to it. He says, and 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 what what that means for you is that there's gonna be a it it's it's like it's like when Jesus tells that parable about uh the the, the demons uh being 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 kicked out. You remember and 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 uh they returned but but he didn't leave he didn't come back uh by himself but he brought more demons with him and came back into that person remember that because uh the, the person did not take care to make sure that that they were filled with the spirit of god and so because there was still room that that demon returned but he brought others with him and the end of that person was worse than before. Why? Because at first he was only dealing with one demon, but now he's dealing with seven more. Yeah, that's that that's that's what that scripture means. That 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 if you've been delivered 
and you get entangled again that you have you have the the way of deliverance becomes that much more difficult for you i'm gonna just say it this plain here it is if you've been delivered walk in deliverance and leave it alone quit going back that's all i got i'm out of time quit going back okay so that, that that's the hands those are the hands we'll deal with the feet on next week i'm sorry i'm sorry we got kicked off uh earlier tonight uh like i said facebook is 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 funny that way you can you can play some things and it acts like is everything is fine and you can play some other things and and it acts like the world is coming to an end so uh, I, I apologize for, for some of you being kicked off uh, earlier tonight. Um, listen, let's. I, I know many of you watching right now uh, were watching the debate on last night. And let me go ahead and get to the comments because I, I want to see I want to talk with you for just a minute. Um, I know some of you were, were watching the debate on last night. And I couldn't help but think about uh, the lesson that we have been studying uh, about the tongue, uh, about our words, and how, how we need to be in prayer for our country. We, we saw some stuff last night that, that that's just, you know, and I, I you know, I, let me just say, I, I'm going to close because I, I'm out of time. But but I was not surprised by what we saw because we've actually seen that over the course of, of, of the, so, so the behavior was not really surprising. I guess it was just more of. And here we are as a nation, this is where we are. This is and this is where we are. And and this, this is where we are. There, I mean, come on. I mean, whether you're Democrat or Republican, there was a time when there was a certain expectation and level of Guess I shouldn't get into all this in Bible study. I'm because I'm 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 a, I'm gonna start losing my crowd. So let me let me give the benediction and uh, maybe I'll maybe in my pop up prayer. Yeah, I'll talk about that in pop up prayer. Let me give the benediction because I, I don't I don't want to keep you all tonight. Uh, but but let me uh, let, let's let's stay in prayer for our nation. Let's stay in prayer uh, for for this political process. It's it's uh, there's a lot going on and a lot. Uh, that that we we the people of God uh, have to be mindful of and vigilant in uh, as we seek uh, for our country uh, to 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 better represent uh, the best that God has for us. All right, that's all I'll say tonight. We'll we'll talk more uh, when when I get back to you in pop up prayer. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for this time together, for 
it's the study of your word. Thank you, God, that um, that your righteousness is what we can stand on and lean on and depend on. When we have missed the mark, that our deeds don't make us holy, but rather your righteousness does. And because of your righteousness, because you live inside of us, God, we pray that our deeds, our language, our actions, our behaviors would exemplify the God who lives in us, the Christ who saves us, the spirit that seals us, the Savior who delivered us. Grant that, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I pray now for all who have heard this lesson and all who will hear it on replay. I ask God that uh, you would get in the, 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 the teaching moment and, and allow your word to become flesh, our flesh. God, that we would live out what we have heard, that others would see and feel Jesus in us. I pray, God, that we would be your hands and your feet in this dark world. Granted now in Jesus' name, for his sake we pray, amen and amen. God bless you, God bless you. I love you guys, we're out of time. I'm sorry I went over, I try not to do that and uh, I apologize for doing that, but thank you for sticking with us. Uh, again, thank you and I apologize again for the for the breakup uh, in our, in our uh, transmission tonight uh, of the lesson, but thank you for logging back in. Uh, we'll try to make sure that doesn't happen again. God bless you. I'll see you soon.